0: The party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy Big up myself and all as be The one and only, the Turkish MC Always up the clothes of Jimmy Bitch, on your one I wanna be Jimmy's stop new celebrity will it's- take you
2: Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. I'm super excited about it. Before we start with all of that, though, let's say hello to first to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell with Astro.
3: I am bombed out of my bird. <laughs> I, I am on, what am I on? Uh, Painkillers. Yeah, like hydrocodone. Like, I'm going to be a dope addict soon. I'm going to have to go for the cure you know with this rotocuff and the arm this thing you know the wrist so whatever you get out of me today can be very explosive we don't know what kind of things my little stoned brain but i'm loaded right no really i am i'm flying what am i taking ibuprofen no
2: hydrocodone uh, who hydrocodone
3: hydrocodone whatever the frig that is
2: Anyway, Vicodon,
3: that's Vicodon. It's like
2: Vicodon. So he's got a sprained wrist,
3: arm. No, I don't have a sprained wrist. I have torn ligaments in my forearm and wrist. And I have torn ligaments in my rotocuff. The pain is not to be believed. And if anybody that's ever had this, they know what I'm talking about. I'm holding a mic, which I shouldn't do because I'm not supposed to hold anything heavier than an apple astro get off me i can't have you on me honey right now is not the time to lick my hands while astro, he's so cute he's adorable but get down astro he knows i'm he knows i'm in pain dogs are so smart i mean he comes to bed with us and he lays and he licks my arm exactly where the pain is he knows i'm in pain and it upsets him dogs are wonderful i wish people were as nice as dogs don't you absolutely anyway i will get through today why are we so dark
2: I don't know. I'm trying to make us lighter.
3: But you didn't put the lights on. That's why. I don't know. We don't
2: usually. We didn't use them last week. Well,
3: we're, very, <laughs> we're very dark. Although on the other screen, we're not dark. There we go. Now we're light. Oh, it's so bright. Yeah, okay.
2: oh, I like it bright. Yeah. Okay. I like bright. Especially as beautiful as you are, you look. Good oh in yeah, the you're lights.
3: beautiful. I'm so bomb. So
2: what's up, everybody? What's up, chat room? Lots of people in the chat room. Let's say hi. Boomer Maze, football player extraordinaire, has joined us. Cindy, Lady Lake, Teresa. She's in Florida. Teresa Sabins in Florida. Angela Joseph. Hello, hello. She's in uh, Colorado. I know it went down. Angie, did backpack. you backpack? John wait, is there. Angie,
3: did you get snow yet? I don't know. Angie, did you get snow? Colorado it snows in July. Yeah,
2: that's true. <laughs> it's cold there.
3: <laughs> Wait, we gotta move this over a little At bit. At least you right? have a white Christmas. That's nice.
2: Yes. Um so what's up everybody? Thank you. She says we look we look uh, great and we're hoping for a speedy recovery for you. So you guys, we have two really fun guests coming on today. We have Brian Bonsall. You guys probably remember him, a huge child actor star, and he was uh Michael J. Fox's little brother on Family Ties. Um, as well as a ton of movies um, and TV series. So he's coming on. And then after that, we have Deborah Foreman coming on. All you 80s and 90s people like know her. Um, she was the star of Valley Girl with Nicolas Cage, which is like an iconic movie for my generation. And I know for Cindy Lady Lakes too, because she she keeps saying she can't wait to see her.
3: <laughs> yeah, and she's been on our show before. Yes, yeah, she was on so our show she's before. she's a second-timer.
2: Um, but we had her on in 2016 or 15 or something like that. She was so good. We're bringing it. And back. Uh, she was so good. And I just love her. And, and this time I researched more about her cause she's done a whole bunch of other stuff. We didn't even, I didn't even know that she did. She even made a movie with Anthony Perkins.
3: Wow. <laughs> what did Angie write?
2: Uh, Angie wrote the powers that be have not turned on the snow machines yet. Laugh out loud! We have a broken record. A broken we have broken a record. Yeah, Brian. He was at the Colorado Film Festival. Oh yeah, that's our guest um, that's coming on, which is nice. So no
3: snow yet in Colorado. Nope.
2: That's great. Sixty degrees in Kansas City. It's been cold here, you guys. Yeah, it was like fifty four last night when I got home. Fifty four. It's cold.
3: I think nature is getting even with us for being stupid people. (laughs) <laughs> that's something that Vicodin didn't said, not me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Backtrack John wrote My
2: Chauffeur. Yes, she was in My Chauffeur. That's right, with Sam Jones. Sam
3: Jones, my guy, my Flash Gordon guy.
2: I love Flash Gordon. We mm-hmm. love Flash Gordon, you guys.
3: Flash Gordon's my hero, but I love the original one with Buster Crab, Buster Larry Crabb, the old ones from the 1930s. They're so corny and cheesy, but I love them
2: we actually i went to a house here in palm springs one of our friends invited me because i collect collectibles and they have the actual strat what's it called stratosphere
3: Stratosled. Stratosled.
2: they have the actual one they used in the tv so, show there yeah, the, I movie, got to see the it. movie the original oh, the movie
3: 1930s movie anyway yeah. and hub we, reynolds is here hey hub what's we up we had to get up at 11 o'clock get in the car drive to la to be on the set at three o'clock because we were shooting in a bar and we had to use the bar after the bar closed. Well, that shot went on to what, 11 o'clock? 11. 11 o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm devastated. I mean, I'm fainting. I was hurting, and I wasn't working. Luckily, I wasn't shooting that day, but I was assisting Jimmy. You know, I ride in with him so he's not alone. I make sure he's okay. I make sure he eats and he drinks and stuff like that. But anyway, it was a rough, rough day. Now we're off today, we're back tomorrow to work. And then Tuesday, I shoot my scene with Sadie Katz. And I'm excited because working with Sadie, for me is a thrill. The last time I worked with her, I forgot I was working. I was so engrossed with what she was doing that I just stood there looking at her, enjoying it like I was a spectator. And they said, Ron, you're supposed to speak. And I said, how can I? She's spellbinding. Anyway, this time I definitely will speak.
2: It I, was so funny too. Am I allowed
3: to say what I play?
2: No, not yet. We're oh. gonna we're gonna make the announcement next but, I mean, week.
3: what am I? What are they gonna do?
2: Well, until we we announce it into the press. I
3: know, but what does my character got to do with the price? It doesn't of make
2: any. You're playing a doctor. You can tell him you're
3: playing. I'm playing a doctor.
2: A doctor. There you go. Okay. And so. So uh, I said
3: to all you guys out there, wouldn't you love to play doctor with Sadie Katz? <laughs> <laughs> I know one guy would. He's not. I don't know if <laughs> Dave into, I don't know if Dave's in the. Oh my God, or not. Dave's not, I wanted to tell Dave they shot. Sadie's nude scenes yesterday. So Dave's gonna have not a, all of them. Well, not all of them, but <laughs> enough nude scenes. And now Dave is gonna have an on down. Wait till you see attack. the
2: movie, Dave. You'll love it.
3: Yeah, it's a good film. I like this film. She's
2: such a great actress. So last night
3: she works easy.
2: She got a um, she got a thing from her manager while we were there, and that they needed she needed to like uh, uh, do an, a quick online edition. And so I helped her with it, like during the dinner break. And literally, she looked at him and like. Four minutes later, she had memorized like four pages and then she did it and she had to like cry and she just cried on cue. Like she she cried on cue and then she had to be kind of like a snarky bitch. And then she turned and was like a snarky bitch. And she did it in two takes for each one. And we sent it in and she like did an audition like while we were working on set. It was amazing. No, no,
3: Sadie, Sadie, when the scene that I was in with her, I was a minister marrying her and she was being jolted at the altar by the boyfriend who thought that she had slept with some guy the night before, but it was a mistake. Clown Fear. Clown Fear, the film was called. He re- he looked at her cell phone, and, some- and somebody wrote on it, I have your panties. And he thought that they were Sadie's panties from some guy. But what it turned out was it was one of her girlfriends that said she found the panties that she likes, and she bought them. So it was a misunderstanding. Anyway, Sadie had to collapse and cave in. She began to shake, and her eyes were crying, and her voice, she was wonderful. She's an easy actress. She's going to be a superstar. Once she's out of these horror movies and starts really doing the major films, you're going to see a lot of Sadie Katz. And I can't tell you, she, a nicer person in the world it doesn't deserve it more than she does.
2: Actually, Angela just wrote, I watched the best movie the other night called Scorned. Three minutes in, it's written by some dude in Sadie Katz, and she had a cameo at the end. It's on Tubi, you guys. It's called Scorn. Sadie wrote it. It's one of her big, yeah, big successes. The, the movie
3: that I wrote, The Gift of Magic, Sadie's in it, and her part is big, and she plays a real cold, money-hungry, drunken bitch, and she loves the part. <laughs> no She said she can't wait to dig into that. I mean, you're going to hate her. When you see the movie, you're going to want to bitch smack her. She's such a no good, cold, nothing person.
2: So, we're giving a, a shout out to, to Roxy. She's our fabulous engineer. She's a little under the weather. So, hello, hello, Roxy. She's under the
3: weather. Hey, I'll send you some and You'll be out of the weather. <laughs> yeah. You'll be in out of space. What is any anyway? Anybody Is it a muscle relax or a painkiller? No, it's a painkiller. I took one today for the first time because I'm going to be home. I didn't want to take it while I was out on set because I could fall, you know, or get dizzy or whatever. Because I'm not good at drugs. I never was. I never took drugs in my life. I mean, uh, party drugs. I was never a dope addict. I could never, I never could stand it. My body reacts to chemicals like, I guess some people out there know that. Uh, some chemicals make people happy and up. They make me down and depressed. And the drugs that make some people down and depressed make me up and happy. I'm one of those yeah, lucky. you exactly
2: opposite of well, everybody Well, I, I
3: have that chemical imbalance that they talk about. So I don't ever take drugs ever or smoke pot. I can't. I can't handle it. Once years ago, when I was very young, someone said to me, why don't you trip with us? We're doing LSD. I said, you know what? I'm afraid I'll never come back. Because I'm crazy. And I know a lot of crazy people didn't come back. So I never put, partook in any of it. They say that's why you look 40. You well, it's true. I I eat well. I, don't, I sleep well. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. Um, I like a martini every now and then with four olives. You know, vodka straight up, four olives. I have one. If I have two, I burn all the food I'm cooking for my dinner guests. So I've, <laughs> I've learned now just to have one. I don't drink well. I get drunk very, I'm, I'm a cheap date. I mean, really and truly. When I first met Jimmy, he was, uh, you know, ready to go to bed with me. He was so, you know, hot for that to try it. And I kept saying, hey, listen, I don't know you, and I don't do that. I just don't sleep with people I meet a week ago. And it was three months later, and I never told Jimmy the secret was, give me four martinis and I'll sleep with King Kong. <laughs> I am the easiest piece of tramp in the world. I mean, I am, I have no resistance for martinis. I don't even know who I am, who I am or what I'm doing.
2: So real quick, everybody, because uh, we're going to bring our guest on in just one second. Uh, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell on, on W4CY Radio, our live show. It's every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. You can also hear us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. And uh, we want to thank everybody who tunes in every week. We uh, Aren't we
3: on something else that's important? One on something, you fist your left up. It's very important. Now, those are all the main ones. Oh, there's another one. Anyway, see, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> we'll have fun with me today. Today, we can really have a good time. Now
2: they say them. they know the secret of looking young, martinis. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, yeah, you know, before dinner, of course. You know, I'm old-fashioned. I'm from the days of I don't know what, the cocktail hour days. You had cocktails from 6 to 7, and then dinner at 8, and – Afterwards, maybe. Oh, Astro, Astro, stop it! That's my little boy, Astro. There's somebody Astro. at the front door, or
2: something outside walking a dog. Astro,
3: come here. He's a good watchdog. Too bad he's only seven pounds. Yeah. Yes. What are you doing? You're going to get oh, those yeah, a, the burglars. You're going to attack the burglars. is cute? But uh, anyway, so I, I'm old-fashioned that way. I never drink before five o'clock ever.
2: There you go. All right, so now we're going to bring in our guest. Okay, look at this story. All right, Roxy, okay. let's bring him in. Here we go, everybody.
4: Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Jimmy and Ron, thanks for having me. Hey, Mer- Merry Christmas awesome. to you. What a beautiful tree. Merry Christmas. Treat. Happy holidays to everybody. There well, you yeah, yeah, go.
3: Merry Christmas right now. Happy the holidays later. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a beautiful Christmas. You decorated it?
4: Thank you. Yeah, we can only decorate the top half because... Of my two year old son who steals the ornaments.
3: Oh, Jimmy does that all the time. Jimmy's always feeling balls. I mean, really, I have to control him. I can't say, Jimmy, leave the balls alone, you know.
2: <laughs> it's like funny. So hold on, let's do an actual uh, let's do an actual Oh, but you gotta uh, be intro. careful
3: with your kids. I, I agree with you. When I when my daughters were very young, I didn't I never had the first two rows with lights. Yeah. Because the kids have a tendency of biting on the light bulbs.
4: Oh, wow. I haven't oh, seen yeah. him oh, try to do that. Thank no, you. but
3: I've heard stories where kids think it's fruit. They think it's candy. Yeah, I mean, we, watch, we try to
4: work on just not touching it at all, but it's, it's kind of hard.
3: <laughs> no, it is. Kid, he's you know, adorable. Having, dude, he's having kids, not easy. You got to be careful. You got to watch everything. I was neurotic an anyway.
4: You yeah, know, one of
3: those crazy dads. I'm sure you are too, but it's good.
4: <laughs> yeah, at times, <laughs> for what, sure. What do you
3: got? What do you got, boys or girls?
4: Uh, I have one boy.
3: Okay, he'll yeah. love you for being neurotic. When he's old, he'll say, "My dad was neurotic, but I loved him for being neurotic."
4: <laughs> Trying to find a you know a healthy balance of that, you know. No, you stay gotta,
3: crazy. No, has got to learn
4: hard lessons, but at the same time, you know, you you can't yeah, help right. but but uh keep tabs on him every second. <laughs> so well, you guys wait, listen wait, one, up. One thing
3: I want to say: you gotta watch him. I taught my daughters from birth that drugs are bad. Yeah. And my, my daughters never took drugs or smoked cigarettes.
4: Well, I, trained, I think you know- uh, I think my son's got a pro uh, to teach him that. So yes. good. I, I, I want to, you know, I want to teach him not to go down some of the same paths that I went down at one time. <laughs> oh,
3: well, you were you were a dummy. So don't make it. Yeah. <laughs>
4: So hold on, you guys. If you want to see how adorable his
2: son is, you can follow Brian on Instagram. He's at Mr. Brian Bonsall, B-R-I-A-M-B-O-N-S-A-L-L, and it's M-R for Mr. Because he puts all kinds of pictures of his son on uh, Instagram, and he's adorable. He's a really Are you going to put your kid. son
3: into business?
4: Um, you know, uh, I think that's something that he can do if he shows interest in school theater or something like that. Uh, it, it's going to be his decision when he when he's old enough to make that decision.
3: That's a wise move. My daughter, Deirdre, wanted to be an actress. She's nice. a SAG member. She's made a lot of films. And now she wouldn't be in a film if they offered her a million bucks. She hates the business. She hates everybody <laughs> yeah. in it. She said, you're all crazy. I don't want any part of it. Hey so you see, I mean, she's they, not they, wrong. No, no, she's not. But <laughs> they, they, they really come into understanding when they're older. So yeah. hold
2: on. I want to do an introduction hey everybody now we want to welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell the incredibly talented and really cool dude and dad actor uh musician mr brian bonsall hello and welcome to the show well hello thanks for having me y'all oh no it's a pleasure and this is my cool outrageous man
3: about town co-host mr ron russell who's on Vicodin because of this so whatever i say please don't hold me accountable (laughs) are you getting itchy i don't know bernie oh burns i feel like all the nerves he, are electrical that somebody's he, putting electricity into ooh, the... he ripped all the tendons oh, it's in his very, like arm and shoulder very i'm
4: so sorry i hope you heal yeah. up quick
3: well i hope
2: so too and then, I, I usually do now we have a chat room too which is getting more and more filled up as we go along so just say hey to everybody in the chat room
4: hey everybody there thanks for go. tuning in
3: so tell me are you working
4: uh i am a full-time stay-at-home dad
3: you're kidding you're not working anymore
4: I'm not, I'm not working. I, I, uh, I, I branched. I mean, I I've been playing uh, in punk rock bands for about 25 years now. And uh, m- I you thought know, you were, were only like 25. I thought that you only were 25. <laughs> right. So you like, I, you like I turned music. 40
2: three days ago. Did happy you really? Oh, Bur- happy birthday. Birthday. oh my God. I literally thought you were like 28 or something. I didn't I'm know you were 40. No, you I up? am 40 years old. <laughs> look, you look terrific you know so so everybody just so you know too so many years ago when we were at chiller it was like 2015 or 16 maybe i remember uh,
4: now and i just wanted to say uh, that so you were
2: with I th- I, it was probably your wife or yes. um your now wife she probably wasn't your wife then uh and uh, you guys were there at chiller and i guess that was your one of your first signing autograph signing conventions and you were over there by uh uh the escape to Witch mountain people I was, uh, and it was my first run. convention. Yeah, it was, your, and so we talked to you like briefly, um, and everything. And it's funny because we moved now. We now we're in Palm Springs. We used to live in in uh in Pennsylvania. Now we live in Palm Springs, and I just happened to see your picture. Somebody post a picture with you, uh, and it was actually Angela. Say hi to Angela. She's in the chat room. Hi Angela. She does the Happy Colorado good, Convention of Horrors or whatever. Uh, okay. And she was like, uh, "And I, I think I saw you a picture with some of those people or something." And I thought, "Oh my God, I should look him up because we met him." And that's how I reached out to you on Instagram. But do you
3: want to be on? Do you want to be on film anymore? You don't want film? You prefer music? Um,
4: you know, it, you know, if if something you know came along that was right and 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 uh, and I wanted to do it, you know, I I, I think I would definitely dabble in the thought. Um, music is is definitely what I've put most of my energy into. Um and I was I was recently, you know, the the about two thousand fifteen to two thousand eighteen almost, I was out with a band called the Ataris touring all over the world playing big guitar. Band. They're a big band. Yeah. And uh, what, kind, what kind of
3: music is that? Punk rock. Oh it's
4: punk rock. More, yeah. Yeah. Punk rock. But like, but punk they, rock. they do that Don Henley cover of Boys of Summer, uh, which the crowd loves and it's on the radio every day, everywhere. But now, uh
3: what, what do you do with this band?
4: Uh, I play guitar. Uh, uh, okay. Chris, and I've been a fan of the band for 25 years. So when Chris Rowe, um, the this, this singer and songwriter, hit me up to play in the band, I, I was just flabbergasted. And he's the coolest guy. And he took me to live my dreams, and it was amazing. And I'm forever grateful. I, I like, love it. Cause... I
3: love you, Wonder Woman, behind you.
4: <laughs> my, uh, my friend Billy painted that. Beautiful. She's an awesome... very nice so i what we're gonna do is we're gonna
2: talk we'll talk a little bit about music now i want to talk about movie stuff but i also um you were in a band and i actually we got two of the videos and we're gonna play i want to play some of them so like i actually when i first because when we met you you were talking about music at the convention and i thought oh my god here's like another actor who thinks he can fucking sing And, (laughs) and i was like I was like, I get so sick of it because I'm a publicist, you know, and like I work with like a lot of musicians, like a lot of really big musicians. And so I was thinking, you know, it's sure. going to be terrible. And then you sent me the videos and I was like, oh, do I even want to like watch this? Then I watched it and I was like, holy shit, I don't understand why these guys didn't blow up
4: like you. <laughs> well, like you you.
2: You're really, really good. And it's uh very reminiscent of kind of like a lot of the bands from my day because I'm old. You're old. Your uh, ass is old. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm I'm 57 though, and I was like, oh my god, they're really, really like good, and and I think uh, I was super impressed. And so maybe we'll
3: we'll play a little bit. Which uh... and also when I met you, I must have been very tired. Otherwise, you would have remembered meeting me.
4: <laughs> well, Jimmy had said I met you uh, at Chiller, and and I thought about it for a little while, and I totally remember meeting you guys now. But like I said, it was my first convention. I was a scatterbrain. Um, and no, it's uh, okay,
3: we we meet, we meet millions so many of people.
4: people. It's funny.
3: though You know how many people we meet? You think I can remember them all? They say (laughs) to me, hi, how are you? I say, fine. And then they say something about me that's personal. I say, how did you know that? They said, oh, you told us last time you saw us. I said, I did.
2: We actually met John James there. John James was from Dynasty, and he was in your room on the other side of your room, right. and and we've stayed in I touch interviewed
3: with him. you for a long time. No, I you think. didn't
2: interview him. Did I interview no, him? No, we didn't interview him. You sure. Um, no, because he was like kind of like busy, because he's like a popular guy. Like they all the people like <laughs> like him. So um, so we met John James there though, and now we've kept in touch with him, and he was in Palm Springs last week doing a show at one of those. Uh, clubs here, and we and he invited us to go, and we hung out with them and stuff. It was a lot of fun. So you can right. meet cool people at these things, and it's fun,
4: and you really I like do. it. It's it's a it's a great time. And then when you go do more, you just keep seeing the same people. It's a it's a sweet network. And we
2: actually have because the next person coming on does a lot of conventions too. Have you ever met Deborah Foreman from Valley Girl and uh, a bunch of horror movies? Which you wouldn't because you probably. I, don't I, I I'm
4: not positive if I have or not. I honestly I I haven't done. That many conventions I, I've done four or five conventions in my life, so. Oh, okay. you know, but, she actually, I, maybe I'll see her down the road. She actually uh, she
2: actually was on one episode of "Family Ties," too) oh, really?
4: <laughs>
3: I don't have to tell you how much money you could make signing. Yeah, you can make
2: do you have an agent for that? Because if you don't have one, I can get you one. I mean, you
3: know, you make a lot of money. (laughs) The bigger your name, the more they pay you, and then the people pay you. So you could walk away with many thousands. And nobody (laughs) nobody wants to not walk away with many thousands. (laughs) You have a son, you have a son. I want to tip you off. You know what his sneakers are gonna cost and his jeans are gonna cost? (laughs) You better go sign, you better sign autographs. Kids are expensive. Kids are very expensive. especially When they go go to school, when they're 10 and 11 years old and they go to school and they say, dad, you know, my friend's got $350 sneakers. I really like them. How come I don't have them? I look like shit. And then you're going to say, don't worry, son, I'll buy you $350 sneakers. You know, you give in. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, the time will come. At two, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so you yet, better so go. Okay. You better go sign. But if you ever
2: want an agent for that, let me know. I, I know a bunch of them. Uh, Thank you. I happy. appreciate you it. A, have I, a I a have a
4: guy, guy uh, uh, right now, uh, but I but like I said, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of hunkered down with my son for a bit. Right. Maybe maybe he'll start going to conventions with me. Uh, when the world settles down a little. Yeah, a little oh, bit. you think it ever will? I do have to say, though, I think that that's super cool that
2: you're doing that. Cause you've well, had wait a minute. A...
3: Let's tell all of our listeners and viewers that this is the little guy that was on Facts of Life. No, um, not Family Ties. Life. Family Ties, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> that's all right. I'm on, I'm, I'm on Vicodin.
4: Normally, um, it's a good excuse. Normally, it's growing pains. People confuse it with, but... Oh okay uh, well oh, he he knew all the pe- he knew a lot of people from facts of life that's why he like says right. that. that was a great show
3: yeah, so actually grow- I know growing pains also yeah those are, those are, you know my my daughters were growing up when they were watching these uh t v shows, and I loved all the messages they sent out. I loved the one with George Clooney when he was on the Facts of life <laughs> uh George Clooney was about eighteen years old, he couldn't that's act cool. as. You couldn't act to save his ass.
4: Yeah. He from was- growing pains. I, I grew up, uh, hanging out with the gold family and, uh, and the millers, Jeremy Miller. And, yeah. and uh, and then, you know, Tracy gold and her family. And, uh, my, uh, and, and, and Brandy gold is my brother's agent right now. So still, oh, that's cool. You know,
2: yeah. That's funny. Cause we actually so you're met still in touch. Jerry Miller, Jeremy Miller has a podcast and we have a good friend, Sean Kanan, who, uh, uh, is an actor and a soapy and an actor and he's probably going to be in Cobra Kai and you know and at, at his studio city premiere. Jeremy Miller was a friend of his, so he was there, so we got to meet him uh, through that. And he's a really cool guy. Um, actually, all you guys were cool, are, are cool guys, which makes me happy. So you guys, so Brian was in Family Ties with Meredith Baxter, Michael Gross, Tina Yellers, uh Justine Bateman, Michael J. Fox. He played Andy Keaton. No, but uh, that's a show, and I love Justine Bateman. That's a show.
3: George Clooney was on. No, Yeah, he was
2: George, Wasn't was George on Clooney ties. on no, your show. On facts
3: of life. Was it facts? Of life? Yeah, he's
2: on facts of life. He's not. You you know, got all
3: those shows, shows and so confused. then I also
2: I had some. But so I, I, I was talking to people saying, because, you know, I'm always every time we go to an event, I, I'm looking for cool guests that we can have come on the show. And I told people that you were coming on the show because we're doing a movie right now in L.A. I'm not working today because we have our show. And uh, and I told them I was having you on. And they were like and there was like this 20. I don't know, maybe a twenty-something-year-old girl there or whatever, but she was like, "My favorite movie when I was like growing up was oh, Blank we're Check." Oh, not supposed to
3: mention it on my Facebook page. The guy that wrote and said, "Please don't mention it." Was it you that said, "Don't mention it"? No. Somebody wrote on my Facebook page, "A blank check." I mentioned bla- Ron, mention Ron. mentioned blank no, check. No, they said to me, "Ron, be sure and mention blank check." And then somebody else wrote, "Please, Ron, don't mention black blank check." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the hell that's all about.
2: They loved it. Everybody, everybody, when I told them you were coming well, on, was let so Let me exciting. in on it. What's Blank, blank Check Blank Check is a movie that he starred in yeah, and... about a little kid. Wait, you tell us what it's about real quick, because yeah. I don't want to answer for you. You tell them what it's about.
4: It's a, it's a Disney movie about a kid who um, he, he, get, he gets hit on his bicycle by a criminal, and the, and the criminal writes him a blank check, and says, give this to your parents. They'll know what to do with it. And he fills it out for a million dollars. Wow. And he fills on a shopping spree <laughs> and buys a castle and just crazy wild ride. Had a lot of fun filming that. Everybody was awesome to work with. And uh,
3: that sounds like a wonderful Christmas movie to watch. Hey, everybody out here, watch Blank Check. It's like a miracle movie, it's I a know. fun movie. It sounds fun. A million dollar blank check from a mafioso. Yep. Very nice. I like that.
2: I like love to do that. Oh, there you go. Look at she put the blank check thing up. So right. so
3: how
0: did you, you were, actually You were
3: a really cute little kid when you were little. Well, thank You're you. Nice. He's still nice looking, but you when were I was little. <laughs> no, but you were like the typical perfect uh,
4: kid, bro. You look at Oh, well thank girl. you. That's you kind of sweet.
3: does your kid look like your son look like
4: you? Yeah, he looks just like me. Oh, good. You know, and he, and he and he looks like his his mom too,
3: right? Well, there's always a mixture. But my daughter, one, my daughters both look like me more than their mother. So sometimes hap- it happens.
4: So, so did
3: whoever you... has the biggest, strongest dreams. Hang on, he's, I, I...
4: he's beautiful. So, so he's got matter.
3: he's it got, got the good looks. It doesn't matter.
2: She's it's, got blonde hair though, right? Does your wife have blonde
4: hair? Um, she dyes her hair. I think okay. right now it's blonde and black. So. Okay.
2: I think when I I thought maybe when we met her, she might have had blonde hair, and it looked like your son has blonde hair. Uh, kind of. Oh, no, now I'm gonna
4: get in trouble. It's like a really cool, like ashy color right now. So, okay,
2: oh, good. Instead of blonde, black, you don't want to get in trouble. What's your wife's
4: name? Hi, wife. (laughs) Her name is
2: Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. We met you a long time ago, and it's nice to see you. And I'm why why
3: don't you come on the screen and give us a hi? (laughs)
4: She's not there, she's not here right now. Oh, I
3: thought she was. No, she's not there. So real and- quick, uh, what I want to do, though, hey, hey um,
2: what's your face? Roxy. Roxy, let's play Blank Check. I, I actually took the trailer off so people can see it because everybody should really watch this movie anyway, and it's so much fun. Um, so, Roxy, he, I'm going to have Brian just say, hey, here's the trailer for Blank Check, my film Blank Check, and then,
4: Roxy, you play it. All right. All right, it. go. Go, Brian. All right. Here is my film Blank Check.
0: Was the perfect crime. Hello, beautiful. Mm. Everything was going according to plan. I want new bills. We're back in the SNL business, Biederman. I'll send my guy in tomorrow with a check for tomorrow? a million. Yep, tomorrow, just like the old days. But one little thing is about to come between him and his money. Ah! Preston Waters. What about my bike? What you want, kid? What do you think? Come on, let's make a deal. Give that check to your dad. You not know what to do with it one check. One million
3: dollars. Yes! Cashing a big one today?
0: Sort of. I worked hard to steal that money, Beerman! You gave it to some zip faced little kid! Now, America's smallest millionaire... Nice to meet you. Hop in. I uh, didn't actually mean hop in. ...is about to become a big-time spender. I'm gonna go buy some stuff. <laughs> He's getting everything he ever wanted. And doing everything he ever dreamed. You're gonna help me find him. You understand? Uh Not too shabby. It's comfortable. Hey, mister, you know where the refreshment stands are? No. It's a date, then. A date? comes into his own. now the boy who's learning to live the good life go 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 is going to teach three careless crooks oh,
4: the, life, Bob,
0: the hardest thing about having a million dollars Let's like party till we die cool is trying to hang on to it yeah get it get it get it, get it. Oh, Bank check. Kid, yeah. You are on a roll.
2: Yeah. I freaking like love that. Uh, that is so fun.
3: I want to see this movie now. <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's nice. It's light and airy and happy. Here's my son. Oh yeah. Oh look at him. Look he is gorgeous. Beautiful boy. God bless him.
4: I like love it. And good then there good. there he is. Yeah. Adorable. And there's my wife.
3: Okay. Uh, We can't see her well, but him, yeah.
2: So, so I have a just a general question for you. Like, when you were like, how old were you when you actually started acting? And like, did you even know what was? Did your parents just say, "Oh, you put
4: you into it," or did you even understand it? Well, my sister is four years older, and we lived in Fremont, California, and she was going on modeling uh, jobs and interviews, and and uh, my mom and I and her would take the Bart uh to San Francisco to go on interviews and such. And she was trying out for a teddy bear commercial. And I was three and I and I wanted to see what was going on in there. And I poked my head in the door and they changed the part to a boy and gave it to me.
3: See that? <laughs> People don't get it. In this business, eighty percent of it's luck. Timing yeah. and being at the right place at the right time. Talent has nothing to do with it. You can get anybody off the street and give them lines, a little bit of coaching, and they can act. But it's getting there that's it. Now, do you remember making that? I made a film back in nineteen fifty-nine and I remember hardly any of it.
4: I mean I, I remember bits and pieces. You know, I did that I did that teddy bear commercial and I did an LA zoo commercial, and then family ties was like the third thing I'd ever tried out for. And, uh, I think it was, you know, 2000 other kids or something crazy. And, uh, I, 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 can tell you that even at three years old, three and a half, I, I remember being in Gary Goldberg's office and I, and I remember, um, uh, they said, you know, walk forward back left is right and say, Alex is King. And, 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 uh, and uh, I got I got the part, you know. It, there wasn't really much to it, like you said. I had that look, I had that bowl cut, and I could follow simple directions. And and uh, for the most part, I I uh, I behaved in in the waiting room. And I think they're looking <laughs> at that too. You know, there's kids screaming and impatient. Yeah, I've yeah.
3: worked with I've worked with kids. Yeah, you know, that's what I re- what I remember. Ever- the movie I was in, the only thing I do remember is sitting next to Sophia Loren in between takes and talking to her in Italian. And Sophia is saying to me, "Ron, your English, your Italian is as bad as my English." And we had a good. La- She's lovely, lovely girl. She was only twenty-six at the time. I was nineteen, mm-hmm. and just that was my. I remember all of that, and Tab Hunter too, because Tab and I remained friends until he passed away. But other than that, the film. I really don't remember
2: it. How was Karen Duffy? I used to have, before I figured out I was a total homo, I used to like love Karen Duffy. I thought she was like the most beautiful thing ever.
4: She was Uh, so cool to work with. She was amazing. And, and, uh, you know, and, and her and my mom hung out so much, uh, on the set too. And, and, uh, and, um, yeah, just nothing but great memories. I, I, I was extremely lucky in the business. I was, as far as that in the 10, 11 years, um, you know, uh, uh, of acting. I, I, I just worked with, with the, with the most awesome people and, and I have nothing but, but great memories. I like, love it. So
2: some of the other things you guys, uh, besides blank check and family ties, he was in Mikey and I, with, I love Josie Bissett. Yeah. She, from, she and, really uh, cool and with. Ashley Lawrence, who's actually been on our show before. Uh, She's, Tra-
4: She's in so many good, uh, movies and Hellraiser and
2: yeah, I love all that stuff. And then, um, uh, Star Trek, the next generation, uh, so how did you do you go to do you get to go to sci-fi conv oh, d- have you gone to any sci-fi conventions with
4: that? Um I haven't yet. Um there um I would love I would love to do some, but no, I haven't done any Star Trek conventions. I love that. Then
2: Father and Scout with Bob Saget. He's the guy from uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's oh,
2: the Yep. Um and then uh Distant Cousins with Mel Harris, David Keith, William Cat, Marge Helgenberger. Fatherhood with Patrick Swayze and Haley Berry and Michael Ironside and Diane Ladd and Adrian Barbeau. We had her on last year. And Bob Gunton, he's been on the show. Uh, Lillian Winner with Natalie Cole. And on TV shows, you guys, he was on Day by Day. And Booker, The Young Rider, Shades of L.A., Parker Lewis Can't Lose. I love that one. Uh, Heaven help us. So you really really had a, a great run of everything that was going on. And so about how old were you when you were like, okay, but I also like music. Like when did that start to
4: come around for you? I mean, music was always in my household growing up, and uh, I always loved music. You know, started playing the drums at about seven years old, and and uh, and you know, kind of moved on to learning my way around a bass guitar and, and a guitar. Um, uh, I mean, my fir- my first band was in high school when I was fifteen, and you know, I've probably had fifteen <laughs> bands since then. But <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. It's so who a, are
2: some of the bands that were like influenced you when you were like younger. Cause like not everybody decides to become like a, you know, in a, a going punk rock in that direction. Oh, there he uh, is.
4: I mean, when I was, young, I, I fell in love with punk rock around, you know, 1994, I would say. Uh, uh, I, I had already listened to the clash and Ramones growing up and, and stuff like that, but it didn't really hit me until I heard, you know, the, the, the nineties version of punk rock uh which is what i fell in love with so i you know uh fat records and and uh and and and, and all those bands it's
2: funny cuz we were at a um a, a big charity event right before covid in la and uh uh i forgot which whichever one of the ramones is still alive but one of the main guys Uh, he was actually at it. So we got to like meet him and talk to him and hang out with him. And he was cool. When I
4: was doing doing chiller theater and when I met you guys, Marky Ramone was there and, and, uh, and he's one of the Ramones. He was on, you know, an episode of the Simpsons and he actually summoned me from my table to go meet him. And I was speechless. (laughs) Somebody came, got me and said, Marky Ramone wants to meet you. And I was like, what? You know, and, and uh, <laughs> and they walked me over there and, and we took a picture together and just kind of thumbs up. Didn't, didn't say much, but, uh, but yeah, pretty amazing. I'll never forget that. I love it.
2: Do you stay, have you stayed in touch with any of your co-stars from the past ever? Or do you ever see any of them or talk to any of them?
4: Um, I mean, here and there, I, I've, I've been talking a lot with, uh, with, with, uh, family ties cast members because we just did a, a reunion, uh, thing online altogether. And, uh, it it was really amazing. We, we had done one, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. And, uh, I had an earpiece and I couldn't see them and I couldn't distinguish who was who it was. It was so hard. And this time we were all face to face, uh, online. And, uh, and I, so I've been, I've been, um, in contact with Mark price a lot. He was skippy yeah that's her neighbor and scott valentine and uh and me and Mark you know might possibly do he does stand up and he and he's touring around doing his stand up all the time and he's uh been so gracious as to invite me to do uh some some uh routines with him uh unfortunately the one we the ones we've we've set up already have been cancelled and we didn't get to uh, yeah. Do it, yeah. But hopefully, here down the road, uh, we're going to do some stuff together. So, I now, always- when
3: you were a child actor, did you ever stop and think, "What am I going to do when I grow up?"
4: Um, I mean, not really. Once I found uh, my obsession for music and, and punk rock, I, I—that's all I really wanted to do. So, TV, I- <laughs> TV, TV, became secondary. I, 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 I knew, uh, I knew the risks, and I know that. You know, being successful in music is a different story rather than just doing what you love, no matter what. And uh, now, when
3: you when you were a kid, did your parents invest your funding wisely? Because you know of the what's his name, the Cooper Law.
4: Um, I, I mean, my mom, you know, invested in some stuff with my money, yeah, and all that. I, I it, she, she was good with it. I that that was another you know area that I was that I was lucky, and I don't have that horror story of the other uh, child jackie, ja, jackie coogan jackie, um,
3: Co- jackie coogan made millions of dollars back when you didn't pay taxes yeah and his parents blew all of it and jackie coogan wound that's why it's called the coogan law yeah if you know if you know i do it. i do i do and i ask all the kid actors that are adults now And a few of them have said, yeah, my parents were reckless with my money. Now they're very good. If you go, uh, because we work with kids and if you, a kid works now, the parents can't touch it. They get a percentage, a slight percentage of what the kid makes, that's theirs. And the rest automatically goes in trust. So it's, so if you put your kid in the business, you know, that's what's going to happen. This way, when he's 21, he could wind up with a lot of money. Yeah you
2: know i like love it so what i want to do real quick i because we're talking about music and everything and i want people to actually hear you hear what you sound like because i was super, i impressed. wanted to i was super impressed uh so i have uh i have oxford road and what in the world and i told her we were going to play oxford road first but i actually like what in the world better which one do you like better uh probably what in the world So, so Roxy, we're gonna switch the order, and we're gonna do what in the world, and we're gonna let him introduce it, and then you play the video for us. Is that okay, Roxy? I know it is. Just nod your head. Um, so go ahead,
4: introduce what in the world. We're gonna play it for everybody to hear you as the punk rock god. All right, this is uh, a song I wrote, "What in the World," uh, by one of my bands, Sunset Silhouette.
2: That was Yay! Sunset Silhouette, you guys. What in the world? Uh, the chat room loves it. They're saying it should be in soundtracks, and they want to know if they can add to their everyday playlist. Is that stuff on Spotify or no? It is. All right, you guys. Sunset Silhouette on Spotify. Check it out. And then you also have a – do you have like an Instagram for your acoustic stuff too? I, I do. I saw I, uh,
4: you know, I, I, I've been playing acoustic, little acoustic gigs uh, with my buddy since about – like 2013. And now that I'm a stay at home dad, that's kind of the avenue that I've focused on as far as music. Um, it's, uh, our, our, we have a weird band name because it's our nicknames that th- there are nicknames among our friends that we've had for years and mine is bonds like Fawns, but, but with a B so, and his is Bootjack. So our, our little acoustic project is called Bootjack and bonds. Um, oh there
3: you go. Okay. And that, uh, that, now it makes we, sense.
4: We have an Instagram and Facebook and and we have one uh, you know, EP of seven songs we released back in 2014 or something like that. It's on Bandcamp as well and it, that that's not on the all the streaming services right now. Should get it on there soon though. Okay, and now tell
3: have... us a little bit about being an
4: in-house dad. An in-house. I, I mean, I'm loving it. It's, you know, I think any parent can tell you it's, you know, it's not, it's not always easy, but uh, I, I am just uh, super grateful to be, to be home with my son all the time. And uh, you know, my, my, my wife uh, runs three machine shops um, that we own and, and she's just kicking butt and, uh, and, and uh, grateful for, for now, now, work there and, and I'm here. What, what kind of machine shops? uh cnc machining um so they they make all sorts all, all sorts of stuff you know they they make parts for for hospitals and and uh uh prosthetic limbs and and uh yeah. just just it, it, the the amount of stuff they make is is vast uh, they they make all sorts of stuff so basically you know any any company can hit them up and 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 ask them if they you know if they can help them out and make parts for them and and they just that's, go from that's there. That's a
3: good thing. That's how a, did you how did, did on, you get into on. that? That's a good thing that they're making uh, for people who need that. Now, do you cook?
4: Uh, I I cook. I I I you know I've even cooked in in a few restaurants back in the day. But I but uh but yeah I I you know I dabble here and there.
3: And you make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for him when he goes. We just to found
4: out he's allergic to peanut butter, unfortunately. Oh uh, no! That that can't be it's, true. It's 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 a shame. We'll, we'll, it, oh. it, it's it's not a, uh, uh, a uh, It's not at this point. It's not like a fatal allergy. No, but um, you know uh, he and, gets he gets hives, but but. You know, there's a small chance that it it, it can go away. He so, can and grow
3: it, out of it. Yeah, I he hope so. We'll,
4: we'll test them again, yeah. but it's unfortunate because Reese's is like the best candy in the world, and
3: kids love it. Angelina Jolie, who's really Angie Voight, grew up in my house with my daughter Deirdre when we lived in Beverly Hills, and I'm proud to say that I used to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for Angelina Jolie. <laughs> well, that's when <super laughs> cool. she that's was a cool kid. That's yeah, cool. it's true. It's a true story. What is she, she like? Lo- she loved peanut butter and jelly. I don't think her mother ever had it in the house for some reason. John Boyd was a strange dad. See, I never but...
2: liked it. I never liked it. I like it. Oh, I don't it. like jelly. I remember
3: her standing <laughs> in the kitchen next to the table, and I would be preparing it, making it, and she'd be smiling and looking at that sandwich. Couldn't wait to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so Funny, at funny two, things you remember. At two,
2: what kind of thing? Because I've never had children. So at two, what does
4: a two year old like to do?
3: Everything's um, bad. Everything is,
4: bad <laughs> he is obsessed with guitar right now. Oh um, cool. So he just struts around the house with his little ukulele and he, you know, walk, you know, accidentally smacks it against the wall in every corner he turns and right. and uh and he's uh he's he, he wants to watch uh shout it out loud by kiss over and over and he says shower, shower. <laughs> and, uh, So and- he's not
3: he's not going to the terrible twos.
4: He, he, oh, he has his, his times. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he, can, I remember he can have a the terrible drop a hat. Yeah.
3: I remember his
4: as I the, kid, I think it's
3: been called a terrible twos. Yes, you I, would, know. You know yeah. yeah. I think
4: it, you know, it, 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 can be worse, uh, with a strong personality and he, and he's got that. So he sounds uh, like
3: he's going to be a musician chip off the old block.
4: He's, he is loving music and, and it's one of the, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> How cool for a two-year-old to love Kiss? I mean, I love that. I yeah. have these Kiss dolls, and I collect action figures. And I have these; they're about two feet tall. All of them, I have like all four of them. They're standing on these rocks, and you push the button, and each one plays a different song. And uh, that's cool. I was like a, a Kiss like fanatic. Uh, he, everything up through Love Gun, and then after Love Gun, I didn't really listen anymore.
4: <laughs> he he is obsessed with Scooby Doo, and there is one Scooby-Doo show called what's new Scooby-Doo. And it has kiss on there. Oh um, man. And, and they, that's where they perform shout it out loud. So that's where he, he just got his obsession with that song. And then the rest of the soundtrack is punk rock on a Scooby-Doo show. Um, <laughs> it, it's pretty amazing. There's MXPX yeah. less than Jake and, and uh, simple plan does the theme song and, and CIV is on there uh, from, you know, gorilla biscuits, and uh, and there's uh, there's just t- the muffs and tons of bands and and so that's his entry into uh, punk rock. I music. actually I actually
2: met uh, Simple Plan,
4: Good Charlotte,
2: and Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory yeah. used to live in Florida by us, so we would see them out all the time. That's cool. Um, the
4: Newfound Glory guys are, are are great guys. I I haven't I haven't met the, those other bands, but but I talked with Ian from the from the bass player Newfound Glory, and he. He sent me one of his trading cards and I sent him a, a Star Trek trading card of my character and, <laughs> and the Ataris, we played some shows with them. So it was just, it was super cool. They're great guys. That's great what you boys. guys
2: kind of remind me of though. You remind me kind of like a, uh, uh, like of a, of an updated, like newfound glory or good Charlotte or, or Well, even it's green, definitely or, or green influenced day.
4: by, by that, you know, sub of, of punk rock, pop punk, you know, Did you like green or, day?
3: We, yes. Green days are going. Well, go ahead, Ron. We have a very good close dear friend of ours who played for Pink Floyd. Cool, uh, yeah. And he's playing New Year's Eve at a friend's house party with a bunch of other guys that you might know. Um, Scott, uh, Page is the uh, saxophone player of Pink Floyd. Who's the drummer? Uh, which one is coming? Uh, Kenny, I don't know. Kenny.
2: Oh, well, we, yeah. So I'm a publicist and I work with a lot of people. So, like, we work with Kenny Aronoff, and Kenny Aronoff, uh, Toured with John Fogerty, but he's been in every band. Smashing Pumpkins, he's been in like all these. Different so these bands. people are
3: playing at the New yeah. Year's Eve party. we yeah, they're and we're going, going to a to, fun party. We're going That's to Sue Su Wong, Su Wong's party. She has an enormous mansion uh, estate up in L.A. So she has a house that can afford to hold a, a, an orchestra. Not an orchestra. A, a listen to me, orchestra. You know how old I it's am. It's rock now.
2: though. It's not punk rock. It's all like rock. Yeah, and we, we have yeah, the best yeah.
3: time. And usually Ron Moss sings. But he's in Italy. Ron Moss
2: is the the uh the, he was in the band uh baby come he sings baby, baby come back. back baby come okay. back yeah that's him, his song. So it's
3: fun knowing baby all these uh, talent yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knowing all these talented people is really fun, and having them play for us is quite a treat. Oh yeah, there's but you people- know in my day it was Peggy Lee Johnny Mantis, Frank Sinatra, those are my people. Then nice. suddenly they went away and all these new people came in and I don't know who the hell they are. I mean, I was. Talk- I went to a party once. I remember up in Truesdale Estate of a very close friend of mine, and she was lovely. And she said, "Ron, why don't you go over and talk to the electric company?" And I thought to myself, "What in the hell do I want to talk to somebody from the electric company?" You know, I had no idea. And then I found out later it was the Electric Band. What are they called? ELO. ELO. Electric. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't know. I had no idea. What- and I'm talking to the guy for a long time, and I said, "Oh, so you work for the electric company?" And he looked at me. He said, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I said, well, what, you go up the poles and take care of the wires? He said, no, what are you talking about? So then he told me who he we was. He said, you were putting me on, weren't you? <laughs> I said, no. I said, I'm a lot older than I look. When I told him my age, he said, you're kidding. You're that old? I said, yeah, that old. <laughs> I don't know from you guys. <laughs> so,
2: so let's say you were going to like, now somebody called you and you're, uh, <clears throat> and said, we're going to take you and your wife and your son and your band. You know, you're going to go on a three week tour Who would who would you like to go on tour with? Like, do you think like as a musician would be like the coolest thing to go on tour with?
4: I mean, I I'd probably have to you know stick with the the bracket of our of our uh, of our genre. So, like you said, I mean, come on, Green Day would be awesome. Yeah, Uh, Green Day. You know, No Effects, Lagwagon, the those uh nine nineties nineties era punk rock bands is that's what I fancy.
2: When I was in college, like we'd listen to like the Misfits a lot because like yeah. they were like in Gainesville. I went to school in Gainesville, and we had like there was another band I forgot who it was.
3: Who's the most famous uh, band out of this kind of music the, that I would know? Because I have no idea who, of anyone you mentioned. The Sex I mean, Pistols, like, yes,
4: yeah, I, I know Sid the vicious, Yes, the, six, 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 the sex the pistols. The Ramones were pretty. I never heard the, of them. it. The but sex the pistols, pistols, the Clash, and the Ramones. You know, they started it all, and then you yeah. know, it's it's arguable that Iggy pop started it because when they went into the studio, they wanted to sound like his album, which had come out the year before. So that's why there's the whole argument of who started punk rock I met, well, I met the, I met the Iggy pistols, pop the
3: pistols I know of. Yeah. So uh, the I pistols like, have to be the most famous.
2: So what about going back to like movies and films? So you worked with a lot of huge people like in fatherhood, you even worked with Halle Berry, which like she's like, I mean, back then maybe she's not the same as she is now, but she's I mean, that was cool. Girl.
3: She was in the Miss Long Island contest the year before my daughter won. And Haley gave my daughter the uh thing at the, the year crown. Land, the crown. And she was absolutely the most delightful, well spoken, elegant little girl, young woman at the time. Beautiful, beautiful girl.
2: Beautiful. So wait, so going back to the movie question though, so because you're different than a lot of people that we have are in a lot of movies, but they're not used, they're like a part of an ensemble cast and basically like Like, everything that you did, you're like the star of it. It all revolves around you, uh, everything that you were in. So it wasn't like you're like a little person with a few lines. Like, you were always the star of everything that you, like, ever did. Is there any – like, if you were to come up with any movie that's ever been done in history, is there some movie that you think, oh, my God, when I was acting, I would have loved to do this movie?
4: Um, I mean, since I was the lead role in in most movies I did, I, I see so many movies, you know, come up that I had tried out for as well, <laughs> you know, like, you, you know, the movie will come on and, 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 you know, we'll be watching it. And my wife, we sit there and be like, you know, I, I tried out for this one. I tried out for this one. Out for this. But, uh, uh, wow. That's, that's, that's a hard question. I, uh, What are some of the movies you tried out for that you didn't get that you've I, seen? Oh, I mean, it just, it's so, it, it's, it's so vast. I mean, like, you know, in the same vein as, as Blank Check, you know, Richie Rich and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Angels in the Outfield and, and Kindergarten Cop and... and uh, what, what
3: about Home Alone? You could have done Home Alone. Me, me
4: and Macaulay were the last two kids trying out for that. <laughs> and uh, cool and that? and he, And he got the part. And he, that is and so he, cool. he did a great job. Yeah, he did a great yeah, job. Yeah, you could have
3: done a great job at Home Alone also.
4: Well, thank you. No, you um, could have. It was funny you brought you brought up the misfits because my stepbrother, he's been my stepbrother since we were really little, nine, ten years old. His name's Victor Dematia. And he just did a movie with Danzig, um, uh Death Rider in the House of Vampires, and he plays Danzig's sidekick. It's a it's a Danzig vamp- vampire movie that was just released.
2: That's funny because uh, we have friends who he did another movie last right before COVID it got released. Now I forgot the name of it, but it was like had three separate little stories in it. And yeah, he's the director of all of them, we had friends in every single episode. Yeah. Uh, it, was, like, it was just super free. cool
4: cuz we grew up listening to the Misfits and uh, he he had Glenn Danzig call and wish me a happy birthday a couple <laughs> of years ago. And I, I was dumbfounded. He was, or or he, you know, my brother called me and then he was like, "Hey, one sec." And he had the phone and he was like, "Hey, this is Danzig. Happy birthday." And I'm like, "What? Are you kidding me?" I was speechless. That'd be fun to be in a Danzig movie then. Closest brother ever. That could be yeah, the, they, yeah, they might they might do some more some more stuff together. I'm really really so happy for, for him, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So.
3: Do you miss the limelight?
4: Um. Yeah. You know, there there there's times that I do, and then you know, I, I think that's something that every you know actor, musician, whatever. You know battles with back and forth you know it's a bittersweet thing like yeah you, you know it's e- it's easy to to miss that but it's nice to be able to walk out your front door once in a while you know and at this point I, my whole body's covered in tattoos and and people don't is recognize it, is it, it really yeah. You're
3: yeah full of tattoos yeah. yeah why'd you do that that's poisoning your skin you know that?
2: <laughs> ron yeah. doesn't like them no, I love <laughs> it. So unha-
3: it's so unhealthy i don't feel it, poisoned it, No, they're finding out more and more now about this, and they're starting to say it's not the wisest thing to do. It's so funny
2: because when we first met you, when we first met you, though, I think because facially you look exactly the same. I mean, if you had like if you put your hair in a bowl cut, you would look exactly like a grown up version of yourself. So without the tattoos, I think you you look exactly the same.
3: You have that nice young energy.
2: Well, thank you. Um, So I think it's so do you guys. Yes. And yeah, we're, well, and he's
3: 81 and a half. <laughs> don't forget the half. <laughs> I went to my heart doctor for a checkup and I said, you know what? I don't have the energy I used to have. He said, well, after all you're 81 and a half, I wanted to punch him. You had to put the half in.
2: <laughs> I, I think it's phenomenal. I think that, you know, you, you've had a, a wild ride of a life. Um, I think you're going to continue to have. So I think it's really cool that you're,
3: um, it's cool that you came out of it. Normal.
2: Because well, I
3: know a lot of uh, teen. Uh, what's the name? I don't want to use her name. Yeah, I can. She's a mess. Don't uh, use names. That's Ma- not nice. Well, it's Margaret O'Brien. Oh well, that's. Oh, nobody knows who that is yes, anyway. Yes, they most certainly. Only old people do. People do. Margaret <laughs> O'Brien. Margaret O'Brien played with Elizabeth Taylor, the biggest stars in 1940s and 50s. And Margaret O'Brien is just.
2: I think it's really cool that you're a stay home dad because I think. Uh, so I'm from the generation, you know, that's like an older generation thing where you don't like sh- shuffle off your kids to babysitters and nannies and stuff. Um, you know, my parents, you know, always worked around so one of them was always home when I grew up, and I think it's a really important thing. Um, and I think that's really admirable to do that. Uh, what you're doing, because you know, you you know, your whole life, you know, your kid can be much older, and if you want to go back, you just go back and start doing it again. Yeah. Um. Definitely. And so, so you can like go in and out of it, and the fact that that you're you're actually becoming like an influence in a, like someone no, that you your son tra- looks up to. You have
3: the training, you have the experience, you have the talent. That is like a, a light switch. You know, when you need it, it's like bicycle riding, you never forget it. So if tomorrow they offered you a lead in a, in a, in a hundred page script, you could memorize, are you good at that? Could you memorize a lot of pages?
4: Um, yeah, I mean that, that was something I was always really good at uh, when I was younger and, um, you know, that was thanks to my mom. You know, she was in theater uh before my acting took off and, and she kinda of put that stuff on hold and and um and and she was really good at at, at uh teaching teaching me my lines and, and, and how to get better at, at uh at, at remembering it all. Um the memory yeah. game and, and all that. So um it's definitely helped me in, in music and, and stuff like that. I you know, I have found with music that, you know, when you when you write lyrics that are that are you know, you, the real you, you know, they kind of just come out naturally and that's something, you know, you're just saying what you would normally say anyway. So it makes it easy to, to remember it. But, I, but, uh, but yeah, I love Most it. Most
3: actors and actresses when they start very young uh, really have a, an amazing way of remembering 40 pages and they never lose it. Uh, yeah. Who is it that I'll tell you Taya guild, tell you from Queer as Folk. The one that played the blonde is Taya, a friend of mine. We did a commercial. They gave it the script, and I'm sitting there watching her, and she's doing... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they shot it. I mean, well, it was amazing. Me, I, mean, I would have been especially when you
4: start young. You exercise that yeah. brain. I mean,
3: I would have been there for two hours, doing another couple of hundred takes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she did. <laughs> so here's what
2: everybody. So this is Brian Bonsall. You can follow him on Instagram. It's Mister Brian Bonsall. He's also got an Instagram for his band, which is something in Bonds. What's it again? Bootjack. Bootjack and Bonds. Yep. Um, you can follow him on love Instagram that. on both love of them. Uh, his band was. <laughs> gonna call you that from now on. His, his uh band is uh, was Sunset Silhouette S I L H O U E T T E. Um, you can see his acoustic stuff again on on uh, Boot Boot Jack and Bonds. You got and, it. Um, Bro, follow, him on, uh, follow him it's, on. Follow him on.
4: It's funny because we made that you know band name that that everybody screws up, and we've showed up to venues to play. I Can't tell you how many times it's it's spelt different on the on the board you know it's and we always just have a laugh because it's like you know we 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 dug our own grave by creating this you know no listen
3: i I don't remember (laughs) anything because i'm old but I remembered Bojack and Bonds, so you did a good name. I yeah, I, I think it's. If great I remember great. it, if oh, if I remember it, the dead can remember it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we want to thank you for coming on the show. Anytime you have, oh, there you go. There Anytime you, go. you have anything that you want to promote, let us know. Um, good luck, you know, being a, yes. a, a dad. And, and I think, I think it's really. Are, thank you so much. I,
3: I have to take my hat off to you. I raised both my daughters alone. By the way, my wife left them when they were very young. Aww. She didn't want. She didn't want to be a mother anymore or a wife. Yeah. Oh, and they didn't see her till she passed away. All their lives. So I raised two daughters, and I know well, it's, it's amazing like. that
4: you stuck around. And, and oh, I,
3: I'm I'm an erotic father. I mean, they live a half hour from us. We're going to play cards with them tonight. I bet you're a great
4: dad. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. he is. Well, a great I respect
3: dad. great dads, and I want to just say to you, my hat's off to you. You're going to raise one hell of a nice human being. When thank your you, son grows, really no, the reward for any sacrifices you make now, you get back when they're adults and he will say, dad, you know what? I'm happy you didn't go out that new year's Eve and you stayed with me and things like that. You know, I, I, I don't want to get, cause I could start to cry from these goddamn <laughs> painkillers pain I'm on. But, um, I, I, I have a lot of friends that are raising children alone. And I say to them, it's amazing. You're the best people in the world. I was the first Mr. Mom before Mr. Mom movie.
2: You got like My love. daughter's
3: 53 years old, so you can imagine, you know, how many years ago, unheard of for a man to raise two daughters. It was unheard of.
4: Uh, well, that's awesome. You did that. I, I'm I'm super grateful to get to be here uh, with them all the time. And, and, I think uh, it's
3: wonderful. Love every minute of it because you know what? It goes quickly.
4: Yeah, it really does. It, you hear that, you know, growing up, you, oh, no, that, life, you know, life is short. You know, before you know it, you know, blah, blah. No, not, but not, not once that, you have a kid, it's just striking like how true no, those that, statements that,
3: that, are. That's an, I mean, I was telling Jimmy, you know, we were decorating the Christmas. He was, I can't because of my arm. And I said, you know, Jim, I miss my girls when they were little. I miss them sitting underneath the Christmas tree, looking at the gifts saying, can we open now, Daddy? Can we open? I said, no, you have to wait until Christmas morning. And I miss that.
2: Yeah, Santa Claus. Anyway, we got to go because our next guest is in the chat room. But Brian, right. ha- Merry Christmas to you and your Merry family. Christmas. Yes. Merry holidays. Christmas.
4: Happy yeah. holidays. And we'll too. talk to you soon. Everybody. All right. Thank you, bye. Jimmy. Thank you, bye. Ron. I had a great time. Great Good interview. For Thanks Good.
3: for the awesome. You're hospital. a nice, you're, you're a nice guy and a great dad. All right. God, bless, God bless all of you. Bye bye. Bye bye,
2: everyone. I loved him. He's what a nice fellow. <clears throat> and I really like his music. If you like,
3: um, I like what God. he stands for. I like, he's not a nut. He's not a neurotic. He didn't turn out to be a drug addict weirdo, because most kid actors do, or suicidal nutjob. He's a very sweet, clean-cut, normal fella raising his kid. I can't talk better Even about. he him. has
2: tattoos everywhere. <laughs> well, that
3: you know, that's not good. They're finding that those tattoos. Well, anyway,
2: he's fabulous. I love if, him. If, if, don't get you. And bo- he was so nice. You guys, everybody want to out there, do not get
3: Instagram. your entire body tattooed. Ask, All right, so we're going to ask a skin doctor before we're going to
2: bring on our next guest, which I bet she doesn't have any tattoos. We're going to find out, though, in one minute. Go ahead. Let's bring her in, Roxy. Hey, Deborah. How are you? Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Ron. Good to see oh you my again. God, you don't age you ever. You, you you don't look this. You look exactly the same as you did the last time we had you on. No, I think I think she, I,
3: I think she changed her hairdo. Yeah, it's
2: lighter. It's lighter. Yes. I think
3: lighter, and the Buster Brown bangs. is cute. I no, like she had it. the bangs before. Not Buster Brown. This is a Buster Brown cut. <laughs> <laughs> See how it's cut, it's cut at ear, ear length, under the earlobe. I like, love it. Uh-huh. So hold it's on, called, let's do it. When I was a hairdresser, I know, we used to call it the Buster Brown. Hold on, let me introduce her.
2: So, all right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously wonderful, gorgeous and talented Deborah Foreman. Hello, and welcome to the show. So,
1: oh, hello, hello. <laughs> so, so this uh, is this Astro.
0: Is,
3: this is Astro. Our seven-pound rescue. Hey, baby.
1: Oh, hi, Astro. Really pretty.
3: He's a sweet boy. So, Ron, you remember
1: Ron,
2: our cool, outrageous man about town co-host? Yes. Last time last time we had you on, we lived in Pennsylvania, and you were living in Big Bear.
1: And I was living in Big Bear. I'm now in San Antonio, and you're in Florida, right?
2: No, we're in Palm Springs. We're
1: in Palm Springs. Okay. We're in
2: Palm Springs, and we go to Big Bear. We just shot a movie up at Big Bear not,
3: not too long ago.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, I live there. I've been here two years now. Now, how
2: do you so, like do, living do you in miss, Texas?
3: Do, do you miss Big Bear? No. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I don't
2: that. like the driving up there. I don't like to go up. No, there. it's
3: kind of boring, and the people are not the best anymore. It's changed a lot.
1: It's changed a whole lot. I was there yeah. for nine years, and it was fabulous in the first couple yeah. of years, and then it really—it's just t- touristy crazy. and crappy. Yeah, it's not, it's not the same sweet big bear that I grew up with. Um, mm-hmm. In San Antonio, I was raised in Texas, so I'm back home, basically. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, in Palm Springs. San Antonio, that's where the Alamo
2: is, right? Yes. Yep. Palm, I went there as a kid.
3: Palm Springs is not what it was 20 years ago. Palm Springs has changed. I don't care for it anymore. It's gotten commercial. They're building all these ugly, big, monstrosity buildings, tearing down the wonderful old cowboy little taverns and stuff that made Palm Springs so quaint, and now it's looking like Las Vegas with the bright lights and the, and the coffee shops. And it, why, why do they have to destroy... like the
2: biggest Starbucks I've ever seen here.
3: <laughs> I mean, one <laughs> thing I have to say about Europe, in Europe they do not destroy anything to make modern, and we should leave our traditions. Palm Springs used to be the quaintest, cutest little town. Now it's L.A., same problem. We go to LA a lot, and the crime is here. Crime is in Palm Springs. It's uh, terrible. scary. Anyway, we have I, a chat I, room. I hurt myself. That's why I'm in this thing, and I'm on Vicodin. So if I don't make sense, please bear with me,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> because I'm in a lot of pain.
2: So, so you guys, first of all, we have a chat room full of people. So say hi to everybody in the chat room.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
2: And then um, one of a very dear friend of mine, her name is Cindy. Uh, well, we go by – we call her Cindy Lady Lake, And uh, she's been, like, sending me messages so she can't wait for you to come on because she's such a huge fan. So just say hi to Cindy for me.
1: Hi, Cindy. Nice to meet you.
2: Yeah, everybody in the chat room, like, loves you. So, so Ooh, first yeah. thing we're going to talk about, as always, has to talk about is Valley Girl. But this time I looked up everything you've done. And so I have lots of questions and, and just in general, uh, I'm glad you're back in San Antonio and it looks like you have a lot of cool things like going on. And uh,
3: what I love about San Antonio is the river, the canal, whatever that thing is, or all the restaurants on by this side. I love that at night. It's so beautiful and quaint. Did that get commercialized and ruined?
1: No, um, the, the person that designed Disneyland uh, designed our river walk. So I love, it, obvious, love it. Love it. It's always been, you know, very sweet. It has that Disneyland feel when you walk around it. It's just
3: charming, charming. It's
1: fifteen miles long, so you can't really do it in one day unless you want to. I mean, you can't. Oh wow, that's really big. No,
3: and good restaurants and beauty. I love it. I've I've been there lots of times. Mm
0: -hmm. I had a
3: friend that lived there, and I used to always want to go to the River Walk. So, you could take a boat up and down.
2: So, you guys, Deborah, in 1983, she's the star of Valley Girl, which for my generation, not for Ron's, but for my generation, that is such an iconic movie. Um, You know, we've become actually really good friends with E.G. Daly. She's been on the show like 10 times, uh, which. um, and she, she you know, she, she was in the film with you, Nicolas Cage, Michael Bowen, Cameron Dye. Uh, and now they did that. And I noticed that in the new TV show, you had like a little cameo. Did they actually contact you to say, hey, we want you to do a cameo in the new Valley Girls TV
1: series? Yes, they did. And um, I didn't read the script. I only saw my sides. And I have never seen it. <laughs>
2: I've, I've never watched. seen it either. I've never seen it either. I didn't watch it. Sometimes I have this thing about um, – I hate the fact that they – I don't like old things to be remade. Um, you know, like I don't like it when they like keep remaking like nightmare on Elm street and all these, like there's plenty of writers out there who are writing new material. And so I don't want to see something that wrecks my Valley girl that I grew up on that I think is like the greatest movie. So I don't watch So I didn't watch it either. I haven't watched no, it. Either. And I
3: always say things like gone with the wind that belongs to Vivian Lee. A lots of Betty Davis movies. They're making remakes of and don't do it because it belongs to Betty Davis. So, you see, once a person makes a film that is um, legendary, don't touch it. Astro, enough kissing. You're making me like a bath. It's
2: funny because lady Thank like you. Cindy, who you just said hi to, just wrote like she has the VHS of Valley Girl.
3: <laughs> but I remember my, 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 da- my daughters growing up used to say, uh, that we lived in L.A., she'd say, oh, that girl, she's a Valley Girl. She talks like a Valley Girl. They dress like a Valley Girl. And it was like a bad thing to be a Valley Girl. What what was this famous saying they used to say the Valley Girls all the time?
1: Something the, with a the dialogue they used. Yeah. No, there
3: was a famous saying that all the kids did.
1: Um, gag me with a spoon.
3: Gag me with a spoon.
1: <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs>
3: gag me with the spoon. Imagine like mind. That, <laughs> right, that is right, hilarious. Right, right, right.
0: So,
1: like, do people recognize you when you're out walking around from that? Uh, no, not now, because I'm I'm older, and you know the ge- it's generational. So, younger. Right, people the audience really changed. Yeah, the audience has changed, and and I'm happy because that's you know I'm going to be 60 next year. So, oh, away!
3: You yes, look so sure. good. Thank you. you well, how much work have you had?
1: Um, none. I don't. I don't do. Look work. how
3: beautiful you are. You don't look sixty. He's, 80, he's
2: 81 and a half. And a half. And a half. And I'll be fifty-eight. So like I'm. But I'm you right look
3: behind wonderful. You. You, you look wonderful for sixty. You've, leaned, you've, you. lived, you've lived a clean life. Oh, and we
2: just
1: went to yes. for, a, for no dr,
3: no drugs, no booze.
1: No drugs, but I do love to drink. I love my wine. Dang. Oh, but and that's and, not and, drinking. I'm talking.
3: I'm talking smoke. about alcoholism. Oh
1: not, no. Huh? Not,
3: and no smoking. That's no what, I look. I don't do that crap either. That's why I look pretty good for 81. Mm-hmm. So keep it, keep, you look beautiful. Look at you, how thank pretty. You. Thank you, you. Could be the, you could be the new Doris Day. <laughs> That's a nice compliment, thank you, you. You could, you could be the new <laughs> Doris I like, Day. I
2: like, love it. It's funny because we went to a Halloween hotness fundraiser uh, at, at Madame Tussauds in Hollywood uh, for, for Halloween. And Diane Franklin was there, and I'm sure you know Diane Franklin, right? Because she's been on our, our show. Her. Yeah, and uh, and she got a, she got an award, <laughs> and it was great because she's been on our show, so we got to actually meet her, you uh-huh. know. And uh, and and you guys are both kind of both have that those iconic movies, you know, that you were in uh-huh. um, that everybody kind of like knows you from. So tell
3: us your part in Valley Girls, a lot of people might not remember. In which
2: one? You- oh, young people. Oh no, not in the TV show. That shit. No, sucks. no, no.
3: The, <laughs> the movie. The movie. In the movie. I played the star. Them. She was the star. I yeah. know, but people have to, people remember people by characters sometimes, not necessarily by their own Our names.
2: audience, though, is old, older, so, so they, they, like, they know, who, they she know is. who you are. They know who she is. So for
3: the younger audiences, just keep wondering, no, let no, her, her tell them who she is. She's Julie. I play, <laughs> who, yes, who? I played Julie
1: um, in Valley Girl, the, um, the title were role. You, were
3: you me. the good girl or the bitchy bad girl?
1: Um, I was a good girl.
3: So she was the good girl and in Valley. Were, so now when people I think watch you look the it, same. you know it comes on television. So yeah. when people watch somebody it, somebody said they, they
2: watched it on Pluto last night.
3: See, now they could say, <laughs> "Oh, that we know her. She was on our show, and she played the good girl."
2: So you guys, so, some of the other stuff that you have seen that were in, and 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 I, and I know we didn't talk about any of these, and I want to bring them up because some of these are with such big people. I guess last time we had you on, I was so just, you know, I, I'm a horror guy. So I really like talking about horror movies and Valley Girls, like one of my favorite movies, and 3:15, The Moment of Truth, is one of like like a, such but a Valley great Girl's not
3: a horror movie.
2: I know it's not. I said Valley Girl and horror movies because she's oh, in a oh. bunch of horror movies. But she did a movie, and I haven't seen it. And I'm gonna see if we can find it. It's called I'm Dancing as Fast as I Can with Jill Clayburg, Diane Weiss. Oh I know that movie. Jeffrey Demon Joe Pesci, and Geraldine oh, yeah. Page.
1: You, you're in that. That was one of the first things I ever did. I was 18 years old, two weeks worth of work, and the one line that I was given, it was cut the day like right, uh, now, like right there on the set <laughs> so, it was a great
3: i love that movie i'm dancing as fast I'm as i'm in I the can.
1: background a whole lot um i'm in the in the insane asylum part
2: yes. oh actually i want to watch it just because i've never like seen it no and, it's a good movie and one of my favorites is 315 the moment of truth with uh, adam baldwin and ed lauder you did a bunch of movies with ed lauder
1: I did a couple. I know. It was amazing. I didn't, you know, I did uh, real genius.
2: Yeah. Real genius with Val uh-huh. Kilmer and uh-huh.
1: Ed Lauder. His daughter. And then in 315, I know.
2: I always remember him because like, well, like in, uh, what's the, the longest yard, you know, he's like the, he's like the jail guy, like the prison guard guy. He always plays people that scare me <laughs> when I was young. You know, he always kind of played the mean person that you, you were afraid of. Sure. Um, and so I thought he was You're a lot still of fun.
3: like a young sweet girl. The way you talk and giggle and laugh. You're like a young girl. It's wonderful. I could picture you in a 1954 convertible going to the hop wearing a poodle skirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I envision you.
2: <laughs> and I also read on on IMDb you did a movie called Destroyer with Anthony Perkins. Now, is that a, are you a big a big role in that?
1: Yes. Um, Clayton Roner and I star in that. And Lyle Alzado too, don't forget about Lyle. Oh he yeah. Played the 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 baddie in that film. And um, it was shot in Denver, Colorado, and it was a good time. That was a hard that was a hard one for me because it was a lot of crying, a lot of screaming, a lot of, <laughs> it was Which a lot you're of not. torment. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well that, that that's why it's called that. I acting.
1: love that laugh that you <laughs> yes, just did. That, that be was be a,
2: that was just like a Julie laugh, just like that. Well that's who she is. <laughs> <laughs> which is just fabulous. I like, love it. So you guys, some of the other stuff you've seen her in, if you like horror movies, she's in April fool's day and wax wax work, um, which had a lot of big stars. And that's a really like good one. Um, I want to ask a sundown, the vampire in retreat. Is that a real actual horror movie? Cause it's got huge people. David Carradine, Bruce Campbell, Maxwell Caulfield, E. M. Emmett Walsh, John Ireland. Is that, is that a real vampire movie?
1: Yes, it was. It's a, it's a comedy oh okay and I don't think people know that it's kind of funny but it is because I've, I've seen it recently I went and this is, this is a pretty funny film um that was shot in Moab, Utah and all of those people were lovely and, and don't forget about M. M. M at Walsh
2: yes I said M- M-, M
3: M. is John Ireland the John Ireland from the 40s yes so yes. He, this is probably one of his last films yes he was a very good actor in his day.
1: Yes. John Ireland.
3: Strong mm-hmm. actor, very strong.
2: He shares so many, though. The experts with John Travolta, Eric Gross, James Keech, Kelly Preston. I mean, these are like huge-ass people. And then, so here's the one I want to know about, because I know it wasn't done in 2020. Grizzly 2 Revenge. What did they do? Did they, like, reissue the movie or something?
1: Yeah, so we shot it. I was age 20. I did that even before Valley Girl. Um I think they realized that they didn't like the way the bear looked. It was, they wanted it a little bit, it, it looked too fake. And so they ended up not having enough money to finish the film because they put it all into that bear. And so it <laughs> sat in a vault. It sat in a vault for until like last year. And then they, they re-edited it. They, you know, tried to, you know, give it some life. And um, that's all, that's all I know about it.
2: Did you see it? Did you see it then when it came out again? No.
1: No, because I'm in Texas. I know that they had a screening in California, um, so I have not seen it. You know, I have no idea because I'm young in that film. I mean, I've seen clips. Just even a long time ago, I saw clips. Like, there was um, Black Market Eclipse on YouTube. But, um, yeah, that's all I know. Oh, that's
2: so funny, though, because you guys listen to this. So, Grizzly 2, Revenge, where she hasn't seen it. I mean, it stars everybody. Then So, they were all young, and nobody really probably knew who they were. But it's George Clooney, Charlie Sheen. Laura Dern, Jonathan Rice-Davies, Timothy Small from all the, like, Harry Potter movies. Um, and you. <laughs> Louise Louise Fletcher.
3: Yeah, Louise Fletcher. So, right. like, I,
2: I want to actually – I'm going to go on eBay and see if I can find it and see if I can find it just to add it to my collection. Now, tell
3: me, are you married to a cowboy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Your husband's – are you married?
1: No, I'm single.
3: Oh, okay. If you were married, would you marry a cowboy? <laughs> uh,
1: maybe. I think we go for more artistic men, but uh, if he was an artistic cowboy, then yeah. Okay. <laughs> you make
2: jewelry and stuff too, don't you? I think you make you used to make jewelry. Or do you still oh, make jewelry?
1: I, I used to, um, and I think what happened because I've always been a photographer since my early twenties. And during the time I was doing my jewelry business, I had to learn how to do the, the shooting of my product. I had to do the social marketing and post all that stuff. So I honed my craft into social marketing, and that's. And now I'm Patty's Herbs, a social marketer and product photographer. Um, oh, cool! That's my day job, and um, and I love it. And I came here to San Antonio because the farm is just outside of San Antonio.
2: Oh, that makes the products that you're t- taking all the that you're doing right. the social marketing for. Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh.
2: What's the name of the company again?
1: Patty's Herbs. Okay, and what kind now,
2: tell, of you, tell what, us what, what are they? What is that?
1: It's an vitamins. Herb- it's an herb farm and they have 26 varieties of herbs and we sell to H-E-B, which is a huge uh, grocery store here in Texas and Central Market and then other companies, you know, um, they sell to and um, you just go to the, you know, the grocery store and there we are. The, we are one of the main uh, herbs that you can pick up at the produce. So it's you wonderful.
3: Know, er, er, they're finding that herbs are one of the most healthiest things you can put in your body. And I believe in that because I'm holistic in a lot of ways. And I, and I, yeah, herbs really, There, are I mean, don't like right now I'm on Vicogen. I don't like this because it's a man-made chemical. I would much prefer to be on a pot, but I don't do that because marijuana would have gotten rid of the pain. I mean, I'm in excruciating pain right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I wish I could take something that's holistic.
2: So that's why you look so good, though, because yeah. you don't drug and you do do a lot of take herbs and stuff, right? Like because you but,
3: you, I mean, it's been f- it's been
2: five or six years since the last time we had you on, and you don't look like you aged a day in those five or six years.
1: Well, you like, know, looking- when you do we, every five every five ten years, you you do change. So I think I've got five more years of this, and then this is okay. Change. <laughs> 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 not <know>? not
3: necessarily <laughs>
1: embracing no. all of it as I go. No.
3: I don't look like I did when I was 21. I look like an entirely different person, but I'm not unhappy with what I've turned into at 81. I never thought I'd look this good at 81, you know? 81 is kind of old, but so you'll, you'll be like me. When you're 81, you'll look good still. You, you, you know, you, you'll be sophisticated. I feel sorry for some, I can't mention names, but I'm, I'm from the olden days. where I hung out with all the legends. And some of them just never stopped putting on makeup that they put on when they were 20 and they were 80 and 85. There's one I could tell you right now, but I won't mention her name. She's, She's 90. She's a good friend of mine. She's 93, a very famous actress. And she had boobs put in, long platinum hair, and she wears eyelashes. And I mean, she looks like a bad drag queen or... I don't know why. And I keep saying to her, cut your hair short, be sophisticated, wear pearls. You could be very beautiful at your age. And she looked at me like pearls and gave me a couple of foul words. I bet you have pearls. Do you have pearls? Sure I, she does.
1: I do not. I, I have leather.
3: No, but you look like you could I could wear see pearls. you, though,
2: in pearls. So I could see yeah. you wearing pearls.
3: But, you know, you have to change as you grow older. You can't be what you were. So make what you are better right jane russell jane russell was my best friend my buddy we hung out we were like brother and sister and jane russell didn't believe in facelifts or any of that stuff although she had threads put in and regretted it uh 89 years old when she passed away i've got to tell you she had a body of death and was gorgeous still at 89 and it was and she was an alcoholic for so many years and i'm amazed how the alcohol didn't ruin her beautiful face she was one of the luckier ones, but I know lots of the old girls that we used to hang out with that just fell apart, but you're not going to, I could, why am I rattling on about this? I don't this? know. I stop gonna me. Say, I'm, on, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm on a Vicodin roll. So, <laughs> so that's funny though. I like it. Oh, stop me. Stop me. I'll go on
1: forever. Oh, I now I lost this. my whole, like, I don't like being high. I'm I lost my, I like being
3: in control. Don't you? Uh,
1: yeah, somewhat. Uh,
3: No, I don't like ever not being in control. I don't like it. I don't like not walking right from alcohol or talking right. Uh, And I don't like being with people who don't do it either. You ever get stuck with a drunk at a party who choose your ear off and you want to kill yourself?
1: um i don't let myself get stuck
3: like that <laughs> good for you that's good i get stuck because they don't let me alone they just they follow me <laughs> it's
2: the drugs wrong. as i'm
3: walking away they're still talking
2: <laughs> so i want to go back so first of all i want to know uh, how how is doing my chauffeur with sam jones cool because like i'm a big sam jones fan
3: me too oh my he's, Gordon. My,
1: he's my favorite co-star
3: oh cool yeah he would be mine too Flash Gordon. Ron loves Flash Gordon. I love
1: him. He's talented. He's genuine. He's authentic. And he's a gentleman.
0: There you First, go. I've,
3: I've heard all those things That's about
1: him. Because the lighting behind me is now sort of changing. And so I'm looking like um, a pop art. <laughs> no, you look fabulous. Now you let look, me. You look bring
3: fabulous. That.
1: There. So, look a little bit. Because the lighting. No, it's,
3: it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. No, it's good. I would tell you if it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I mean, now that you're making a point of it, but he's oh, Sam. Sam is a, uh, every, I've a few people that know him have said the same thing about him. I missed me. or oh, do we ever meet him? Why? We Not missed, mean, we we missed, missed meeting. meeting him. And I was upset about it.
2: So I have another question there. Cause we just had Brian Bonsall on. I don't know if you know who that is, but Brian Bonsall was Michael J. Fox has played Michael J. Fox's little brother on family ties for many years. Uh, He was like a little teeny kid. And you were in an episode of Family Ties. Was Brian Bonsall on it then or were you on it before he was born? Because he was like the little brother.
1: Yeah, it was before he was born.
2: Uh, Okay. What did you do on Family Ties? Were you like Michael J. Fox's date on one of the episodes?
1: No, I played a Catholic (laughs) (laughs) schoolgirl.
3: With pearls. With pearls, yeah. The Vistal
1: Virgin. It was a scene scene with me and two others, and we were all Catholic schoolgirls at this some kind of a tournament. And we were very smart and we were competing against Michael J Fox and his uh, team of people. And we kept hitting the buzzer. We were very smart, you know, girls. It was funny. It was fun to do.
2: I, I, I bet. And I told him, cause I told him that we had you coming on, you are an episode, but he was, I think he was three when he started on the show. You know, he was <laughs> right. like a really little kid. So he didn't, doesn't remember. He was a huge child star, uh, but he was really fun and a lot of fun. Now he's like a punk rock, you know, band guy. And he's, He's raising his kid at home, and it was a lot of fun, but we told him that we had you coming on, and uh, I think the whole thing makes it fat. So you guys, some of the others, so because you were on like basically all, uh, every TV series, Hot Pursuit, T.J. Hooker, MacGyver. Those were all the like really like big ones uh, that you did besides doing all the movies. So do you watch horror movies because you're in a ton of really big horror movies. Do you like horror movies or you just oh, – that's yes. what you got cast?
1: Since the age of nine, I've been watching horror films. I mean, Frankenstein and the werewolf and the mummy and Dracula were my favorite black and whites to to watch at age nine. So, oh, that's um, awesome. I was thrilled to. I'm still thrilled to you know participate in sci-fi and horror because those. That's what makes my juice just roll, you know, just fire up. So I love. Um, I love going to those places that horror films take you to
3: i like love that i'm in them
2: he's in them too yeah so i'm in in them i do
3: them all the time i don't watch them because i don't like them i don't like horror movies and i certainly don't like blood and guts and eyeballs falling
2: i love it it's not my
3: kind of it's not my kind of entertainment so what
2: are some of your
1: favorite horror franchises
2: besides like the black and white so if you're going to color Go into color. Like, what are some of the? What are some? Hammer, oh,
1: yeah. Hammer films were my favorites. Oh, okay. Whoa! Sorry, the dog just <laughs> oh. was going. What? Is someone coming in? What?
2: What kind of dog do you have? Um, oh,
1: she is Katie. Come here. Come here. Come here. I'll show you in just a sec.
3: Come She's here. little. Come here. Maybe we could them. fix her up with Astro. Yeah, we uh, can... Oh, hey! Oh, there. look, Astro, a girlfriend. Look.
1: Look at Astro, look, she's so
3: cute. Look Hi. at the screen, a girlfriend. Now Astro. is that a rescue or did you get? Yes,
1: he's a rescue and she's poodle and she is um, chihuahua and she's white Swiss Shepherd because I had her DNA done.
2: Oh wow! Oh, she's twelve ish, aren't
1: you? Yes. Oh her my gosh! Is, her name is Jade and she's my sweetheart.
3: Hi, Jade. Jade meet Astro. Jade, Jade. Astro's Astro. Is cute. He's he's only <laughs> seven pounds.
2: How much does she weigh? He around
1: 10, 12 pounds. Okay, respect. so that's not too okay, much. Bigger. Astro,
2: So,
3: you want to go on a date with her?
2: <laughs> we have three rescues. Astro's a rescue, and we have two other ones. Um, like they're, they're, she's they're a pretty girl. She's down. a
3: pretty girl, Astro. Look at her. She's pretty. <laughs> I like love so it. I think could, it's you fabulous. could borrow the car. So, Jimmy,
1: Jimmy, I did post recently on Instagram that I had an announcement, and I'm happy to announce it here. Oh,
2: good, 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 good. I would like to what, hear what it. What are you I announcing? Said she's okay, gonna something so, that everybody on Instagram's waiting to hear. Go tell so us.
1: A week, a week ago, I booked a film, and it's gonna shoot in spring of 2022 in Arizona and New Mexico, and it's a sci-fi film, um, an alien alien abduction film, and I play the aunt to the lead girl. I don't can't say who's going to be that yet because those those deals have not been put in place. Right. I do kind of know who's going to be getting it. And and so then her daughter gets abducted and we go on this, you know, we have to find out where she, you know, just just go through all these ideas and, and avenues of trying to get her daughter back. So, and it's from the perspective of the mom, just like, the, uh, what was that one that Spielberg did, his sci-fi one? Yeah, it's the... Third third
2: Kind. Oh, yeah, yeah. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh,
1: there you go. And and it was never told from the perspective of the mother. So this is going to be told from the perspective of the
3: mother. Yay, oh, congratulations. Ron wants to be yeah. in an alien movie. Well, you know why? <laughs> because I told everybody five or six years ago, I said, enough with the guys coming out with masks and stabbing. and. Sh- We've got to do alien films, you know, out of space films. that were very big in the 50s. And I predicted, I said, it's going to start happening. And now there are more scripts floating around for this kind of film. I am dying to play in one. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I would be so happy to play in a, in a alien film. I told him he has to write one so then we can go out and get the I, funding I think I think I might, I might, I might <laughs> write one because I have ideas of aliens. You know, I believe that they came to this planet millions of years ago and they started the human race. And that's why Asian people are actually alien people. Because if you look at the alien and the Asian, there's a great similarity. And my very dearest friend is Susie Wong,
1: Su Wong. Wong,
3: and she's Chinese. And I keep telling her, "You look just like an alien. Look at you. You're five <laughs> foot tall. You have slanty eyes. You're pinched nose. You're gonna... so." She cracks up laughing, and I would like to write about that. That that's what's going on. I won't give away the plot, and anyway, somebody's going to steal it. So, but it's so going to be an interesting alien movie. So first thing I may is call is, on you. You have to say congratulations. You, yes, congratulations, congratulations to
2: Foreman, you guys. You heard it here first on the Jimmy Star Show. And you're going to
3: love on. shooting Let's it. It's going to be fun. Thank God you. I know. Fun.
1: I look forward to it. I play a conspiracy theor- theorist already, even before this happens to the family. So it's. Uh, I can't wait.
3: I have I never worked with a lot of CGI. Have you?
1: no i know that that's fun
3: cgi is fun
2: yeah because a lot of your movies back in the day they were practical effects right they really they were really they really like did it when they splatted you you got Oh, now now
3: they could put you anywhere they want and do whatever change your face make you young i mean it's amazing what cgi does to the actor now it does half of our work
1: they could put me in a film without me being there that's right
3: it's amazing that (laughs) they cgi is half of our work we don't have to work as hard anymore but i would love to do that film too not that i'm asking for a job because i have, <laughs> no, i have i have six films waiting i have no time anyway but <laughs> seriously but so before, I, I, I think it's wonderful I'm the happy last time we you. had
2: you on like uh you know ron's always been been an actor but like i started producing films i have like nine different films on my slate now do you do indie films too that aren't sag or do you have to do you only do sag
1: um, I'll have to. I don't know about what's going to be happening with SAG anyway with this next film I'm going to be doing. Right. Um, I know that there's a way that you. Yeah,
2: there's a way.
3: It's 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 low b- low budget, low budget. Well, I have um, everything
2: going on. I have I have films. No, for- you're
3: allowed to do now. I understand low budget uh, movies. It depends if, if you're SAG. Well, as long just, as it's a low budget. There's know, a thing called low budget SAG
1: there's also another avenue that you can take where you can do non-SAG and still do SAG. Right. Um, it's, it's, and it's legal and it's, and SAG doesn't always peddle that information out for us to know because they would do yeah. want us to stay with SAG because of, Hey, it's, it's all about money. Right. So, um, but there is a way. And r- right now I, I'll find out what's going to be happening with this film in terms of, um, my SAG status, my membership and stuff like that. But you know,
2: I'm Just in general, I want to know because I've got like like I said, I have nine films in development, and they go from uh, my lowest mm-hmm. budget one is under a hundred thousand, and they're going up to about fourteen million. So I'm doing I'm doing all different. Yeah, but Fran uh, Drescher is
3: now the president of SAG, so let's see what she's going to do with it because she is definitely an indie film fan. So I think she's going to open doors for indie films. I was
2: trying to find out, though, if she does them, because then I can put her on the list of actors that I know how to get in contact with. Yeah, well, she can do it. it.
3: She just can't be in a million dollars uh, indie.
1: If that got got loosened up, there would be so much more work for everyone.
3: Absolutely. Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, I'm working on a set right now with this goddamn mask and all the bullshit they're giving us. I'm furious. I don't have fun. (laughs) I'm on the set, and I have no fun. I want to go home. You can't talk to anybody. You're not allowed a kid around. You can't do risque jokes among each other like we used to do. Uh, it's like, okay, you're on go. You, are, Where's your mask? It's in not,
1: Texas. In Texas, we're not wearing the masks anymore. Oh, so See that? Lucky. So
3: you can smile on a set. All right, we have one actress. She said, I'm not wearing a mask. You'll ruin my makeup. I said, honey, they'll kick you right off this film in two minutes. If you don't, if you don't put that, it does mask ruin,
1: um, uh, because it heats up the face here and it breaks down whatever you put on your face. So it's not really, um, good for the mask is not good for makeup. Uh-uh.
0: No,
2: not
3: at all. I wish they would do it here.
2: I'm going to put you on my list though. Cause I have a bunch of different movies. Um, and I have all these people come to me. Because they know that I know how to get in touch with all the celebrities who come on our show because I book everybody and we don't go through agents to get them all. You know mm-hmm. and so like I, I've compiled like a list and people come to me and say, who, you know who do you have you know that'll do an indie film for this that fits this role And I just send the list of like all the guests that have been on the show and I was like, because if I could get work for you guys, I'm happy to help you know any way that I, uh, that I can. I'm, we're grateful that you guys come and, and share your life experiences with us and so anything that we do. And that way I also have my own list for my own films that I'm working on. And uh, so it's a lot of fun.
3: Well, I just feel that SAG, you know, SAG doesn't stop you from paying your dues, you know, like. So I think they should be a little kinder and let actors work and earn the money that they're paying in their dues. <laughs> don't you think so? Oh,
1: I don't think. You,
3: how, do you pay, how do you pay dues when you're not working? I
1: don't think it should be so monopolized at all, but, you know. Right. Things are changing anyway. Our world is going to change in the next five to ten years. You just watch. It's gonna, it's gonna oh, change wow. for the better, and um, we're gonna love what's going to happen.
2: <laughs> I'm actually well, working, let's I'm, help, doing, so, I'm let's filling help, out so. SAG paperwork now for another one that we're doing though, and they have all kinds of like, if it's a streaming project, you know, there's a, there's all kinds of things that you can like pay the actors a lot. There's a lot of ways around things now that I'm learning them all because I had to study everything to, to get this done. So it's all really good. So you got a new film. That's terrific. Um, you have um, so many, so many great things do you have like one or what are like out of all the things that you've done what are like one or two of your favorite things maybe not the ones you get the most recognized for but the ones that you either have the most fun or i don't know that that have a special place in your heart
1: well the most fun was my chauffeur hands down that one was the most fun i ever had on a film and it was um, comedy it was slapstick comedy it was very high energy sam jones was beautiful David Beard, who directed, was beautiful. Stephen Wolf, who was our line producer and is now producing now his own films out there in the world, um, is beautiful. So that is my, and I love the wardrobe. (laughs) Let's face it. You know, it's all about the clothes. (laughs) (laughs) I loved uh, the clothes that I got to wear in that. I did in Valley Girl, too, but my show for it was a little bit more 1940s, you know, bent. So I liked that a whole lot. Um, let's see
3: now, where could you see where could where and when could we see my chauffeur uh,
1: you could go to Amazon and you can rent it so it's it's on even even how valid- much
3: is the re- how much is the rental well.
1: 299 uh, two, no, yeah, $2. $2. $2. or 399 yeah <laughs> I
3: have to I have to let our viewers know because we have a lot of uh, senior citizens and viewers who are on limited funds. <laughs> and they appreciate my doing this because they want to see the movie, but you know, they don't want to pay like eight and nine and $10. I mean, they have nerve. There's a Betty he Davis. Gets mad cause... No, there's a Betty Davis movie on that is a hundred, 1943. It's been on co- commercial television for free forever. And they were asking eight ninety nine to see it. And I thought Betty is dead. She's not going to get the money. And I knew her if she were alive, she would get the money. But, um,
2: It's stupid. He He likes all the Turner classic movies, and he gets so mad because those are more expensive than the regular movies. Yeah, and
3: they're old (laughs) as the hills, and they've been seen a million times. So I don't know. They have to have some kind of new ruling on this.
1: Can I I tell you something else that happened really cool last week? I mean, super, 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 super cool. I get an email from a friend of mine that is watching the Gotham Awards on a YouTube channel because he couldn't be there and he lives in New York and it's just like he couldn't be there. So he goes, you're not going to believe what just happened. He said, Peter Dinklage just um, said something about you and Nicholas in his acceptance speech of this award that he was receiving at the Gotham Awards. And I, I said, did he actually say my name? <laughs> like, you know, Cause I'm thinking he just, you know, he just called out Nick and the girl Julie, you know, mm-hmm. he goes, no, he said your name and he said, and said, okay. So then I had to rush over to YouTube and find the speech and, Peter Dinklage, they showed all the body of his gorgeous... I mean, Peter Dinklage is such a beautiful artist. I can't even say n- enough about that man. So they he's showed super
2: all... A-list. His, he's super A-list. So. Uh-huh,
1: and he showed all of his beautiful work, and then he goes on, he's talking, he's talking, and he's talking about snippets in films that f- don't feel like acting. And then he says, Nicolas Cage asking Deborah Foreman out, The Valley Girl, on a date in the bathroom. And then he repeats what I said, which is, where are we gonna go? And then um, Peter says what Nick says, anywhere. And then I'm still getting tingles, you know, uh, <laughs> you know repeating what he did. That, that kind of love that someone, I've never met him. I, I, you know, I, I had no clue that he had any kind of a love for Nick or any film that Nick's been in. And I'm just, you know, along for the ride. It's Nick's career at this point, you know what I mean? So for him to even call my name out, it was such a it was such a love moment and I just ah I I tried to get in touch, but but there's no way to get in touch with them and I'm not gonna go through agents because they don't believe you anyway when you call them. Right,
3: exactly. (laughs) You're you're talking about you're talking talking about Nicolas Cage.
2: No, Peter Dinklage. Oh Peter Peter So is Peter Dinklage he's not on social media
1: at all? No, he's not at all. I tried. I'm I'm very good sleuther and Yeah, I
2: am too because I usually can find ways to get to people okay exactly. i'll look that i'll look and
3: see Why if i can find con- anything. contact nicholas maybe he has a contact
1: no him and i we don't have contact i mean if we ran into each other it's always beautiful to see each other but we you don't have others. yeah we don't have each other's phone number Mm-mm. Oh, that's sad. uh, Meanwhile, the
3: critics will bomb him. They think he's the worst actor in the world. And I feel sorry for Nicolas Cage because he works all the time. I mean, he's in big, big multi-million-dollar movies. And then the critics just say he cannot act or he acts the same all the time. He was great,
2: though, in Valley Girl. He's actually better in his younger work, maybe. But he works all the time because I've tried to book him on on different projects. And he gets big,
3: big money. money. (laughs) Big money in spite of what the critics do to him. He gets huge money. He's good well, for distribution. His, later,
1: his latest work in the past five years, you could tell something has happened in his life because he's evolved to another place and his work has been really beautiful. Yeah, it's really See. good
2: again. Yeah, and
1: I know, it's, it's and he's just got booked for Dracula, this uh, Renfield that he's going to be in too, this recently. so, um, But there is a video out there that he did with the Alamo Draft House and it's about an hour long. It's a, it's a one-on-one he did with this um, host, with an audience too, and they sat through five of his films that day all day long. They sat there and Nick joined and watched all the five films too with them. So then they had a and A at the very end of it. And uh, that's Nick who you guys, it's uh, maybe four or five years old, Alamo draft house, I think. And he's wearing an, uh, he's wearing a orangey leather jacket with gray, uh, gray, uh, pants. And he's standing in the whole interview. So that's kind of a, gives you a little bit where, when you find it, but, that's Nick, who I met when I was uh, nineteen, almost turning twenty, when I did Valley Girl. He, he, he's like so Lloyd. lovely, you guys. He's he's you could tell. The man is an artist, and he's thoughtful, and he's he thinks things through. And all this tabloid baloney that they have built him up to be—it's it's just a it's just a myth. It's I not, like, love it. Not any—I mean, yeah, maybe they've caught him drunk a few times on camera, and who—and it's too bad that the cameras are in that moment, but. He's a lovely man, and it shows in this video when he when he's talking with the host. I mean, I have a
2: friend who's worked with him a lot, and they said he's really great. Well, he has to
3: be nice. He's Italian. (laughs) I'm Italian too. (laughs) Hang
2: on, you guys. We have uh, only a minute left. So, you guys, Deborah's Instagram is Deborah L. Foreman. D E B O R A H L. The letter L. Foreman. F O R E M A N. Follow her on Instagram. Check out all her stuff. She'll have a new movie. So when the new movie comes out, we'll bring her back so we can like uh, mm. promote her in the new film that she's in. Uh, she's fabulous. We want to thank you for coming on. I'm so happy you you moved out of Big Bear and that you're now uh, Well, not in, really. In if you were still in
3: Big Bear, we could go and visit her. That's true. But <laughs> we'll go to Texas. And I, visit I just her. want to say something before we go off. Everyone, please, please forgive me for not being myself, but I'm medicated. And I'm in pain. So if I haven't been my jolly talkable, crazy self, you have, you no, know. They all
2: say in the chat room, bring her back. They're all following you. On they want to follow right. you on Instagram. You're, you're, you made so. up.
3: You made up for my uh, disability. You're so lovely and charming, and a light, a light in everyone's light life.
1: I would have never known that you are in discomfort. I think that you- I am in
3: such pain right now. I could cry. I'm not lying. <laughs> my rota cuff and my wrist are burning and killing me. And I think it's medication time again.
2: So we got to go though. So Deborah, congratulations yeah. on Peter Dinklage. Absolute. Congratulations and- on the new film. And I'm going to see if we can like get you involved yeah. in some stuff. And I want to thank you for coming on the show and, and we'll see you soon. And we'll see you on Instagram. All right. Bye. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye, Bye. Bye now. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're not going to be here next week because Ron and I are on set for the new film we're doing with Sadie Katz. But we will return the Wednesday before Christmas for our Christmas show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to invite some great people to come okay. and join us, and um, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. And we'll see you guys in two win- in two weeks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank, thank you
0: in the mix. Oh.